Oh, for goodness sake. What's the matter? Oh, these short stories without any endings drive me crazy. Here's one where a mysterious voice keeps calling this fellow on the telephone. You never do find out who it is. Well, are you sure you finished the story? Oh, sure. I even turned the page like a big dope. Well, here, read this. You'll like it. It's a complete story in one sentence. And every word is true. Let's see it. Oh, of course. America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of 1847 Rogers Brothers Silver Plate, presents The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Ozzie and Harriet have been playing hide the button. There they are in the living room. Harriet opens the desktop, closes it. Ozzie scratches his head. <laughs> Harriet opens the big bottom drawer, closes it. Ozzie scratches his head. <laughs> Whatever she's looking for, it isn't in there. Uh oh, she's headed for the dining room. Ozzie's right behind her. Now she's searching the china closet. Not there, huh? Doesn't seem to be. How about behind the serving tray? No, I don't think so. It's got to be someplace. Have you looked inside the buffet? No, not yet. Might just be in here. Any luck? No, darn it. I wish we could find it. So do I. I'll probably remember where I put it. Thanks very much for helping me look. No, it's, it's no trouble at all. You know what I'm looking for? I haven't the slightest idea. <laughs> Think it might help if you did know? Well, it might, but don't tell me. I like surprises. Wait a minute. I think it's starting to come back to me. Oh, you may as well tell me. What did you lose? Don't interrupt me. The kitchen. Oh, Harry, you haven't gone and lost the kitchen again. <laughs> I remember now I was in the kitchen. Come on. I'm right behind you. Signal if you're going to stop suddenly. You still haven't told me what you've lost. Five dollars. And I haven't lost it. See, it's right where I left it. Now, wait a minute. You mean this is a regular thing with you, hiding money in the teapot? What's wrong with that? Besides, I don't always put it in the teapot. Sometimes I use the sugar bowl. Or if they're nice new bills, I sometimes hide them in the encyclopedia or the dictionary. What are you laughing at? Oh, the female conception of money matters is just such an amazing thing. What's wrong with it? Hey, it's okay with me just as long as women don't go into the banking business. Who says they aren't? Well, it's common knowledge. All the big bankers are men. Oh, who handles your paycheck every week? <laughs> You do. What's that got to do with it? Well, look what your big bankers are married to. Women. What is that? Naturally, they're married to women. What other choice has a man got? Oh, now, don't give me that masculine superiority stuff now. 
It's just like my grandmother used to say. If there were no women in the world, you'd have nobody to sew the buttons on your pants. Sure. My grandfather used to say, if there were no women in the world, we wouldn't have to wear any pants. <laughs> I know a wonderful way to stop the discussion and solve my problem. Since men are so good at handling money, why don't you take care of my $5 for me? Well, if you think that'll relieve your mind, Denny, I'll be glad to. Okay, here you are, dear. That's a big burden off my mind. Tonight I can go to sleep knowing my money is in the capable hands of First National Nelson, the Rock of Rogers Road. Hi, Pop. Hi, Pop. Hello, oh, boys. Hello, fellas. Who's we got? Two dollars. Mr. Randolph gave it to us just for cleaning out his garage. Let's see it. Hey, good for you. A dollar apiece. What are you going to do with it? Nothing foolish now, I hope. Oh, no. I'm going to buy ice cream with mine. Ice cream? A whole dollar's worth? Oh, sure. I like ice cream. Well, I like ice cream, too, but you can't eat a whole dollar's worth. That's kind of silly. Well, that's his idea, Pop. I'd like to put our money together and get a $3 baseball. Well, a baseball is certainly a better choice than ice cream. Especially if you're going to hit it with a bat. <laughs> no, I mean it. David's on the right track. He figures on using his money sensibly, getting the most out of it. You take your $2 and buy a $3 baseball. It, well, just how do you do that, David? <laughs> Maybe you'd give us the other dollar. Thanks, Bob. I'll get Mom's purse. Now, now, wait a minute, boys. It seems to me this whole family needs a little lesson on the value of money. You want a $3 baseball, but all you have is $2. It ever occur to you you might save up for it? Well, why don't we borrow it from you and pay it back? I think you get much more satisfaction out of saving it first. Now, your mother was faced with a similar situation a little while ago. She found an excellent solution. Harriet, tell the boys about that idea you came up with. I'm letting your father take care of my money. Pop! Pop! The way you guys say that, you think I make weekly trips to Mexico with a briefcase. <laughs> Gosh, if we want to save it, can't we just put it in our cigar box? Cigar box? How safe is that? Nobody ever took any of the beetles we had in it. <laughs> Money's a different thing. Look at it this way, boys. I'll be your bank. I'll keep your $2, and from time to time, you'll come to me with more money. Maybe only nickels and dimes, but your two dollars will grow. Pretty soon you'll have three dollars and four dollars, five, six, so on. Doesn't that, doesn't that seem pretty good? Yeah. Only one thing, though. How does anybody ever get a baseball? <laughs> See, I want to ask you something purely out of curiosity, uh, just to confirm a statement I made. Yeah, what is it, Oz? If you were a burglar and you'd just entered a house, what would be the first thing you'd head for? Well, I don't know. You've been a burglar longer than I have. <laughs> Probably the, the teapot or, or the sugar bowl or a cigar box. I just had a little discussion with Harriet about the silly places women hide their money. Well, that may be, Oz. As for myself, I've got the best place in the world to hide money. Where's that? Promise not to tell? Of course I promise. Cross your heart? All right, cross my heart. Where do you hide your money? In my wife's purse. <laughs> you consider that a safe place? Absolutely. You think it's burglar-proof? Well, I've never been able to get anything out of it. <laughs> well, maybe Catherine's different. I seem to be the only one with any sense of financial responsibility at our house. See, Harriet and the boys gave me $7 just a little while ago. What for? Well, I'm their bank, so to speak. See, I'm holding on to their money for it. See, that's an idea. Maybe you can help me. What's on your mind? Well, you see, I've got $10 that's been burning a hole in my pocket. 
I've been keeping it to buy Catherine a birthday present. Uh, you want me to take care of it for you? Would you mind, Oz? Otherwise, I know darn well when Catherine's birthday comes, the money will be gone. Uh, when is her birthday? Well, it's not very far off. But frankly, I'm not so good at holding on to money. Yeah. Uh, when is her birthday? Tomorrow. <laughs> Here you are, Oz. I sure do appreciate this. Oh, I'm glad. Say, wait a minute. Where did you get this $10? You didn't hold out on Catherine because I don't want any hot money in my bank. <laughs> Certainly not, Oz. As I said, all the money goes right into Catherine's purse. This little fella just wouldn't get in there. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I just felt like a dark blue pinstripe today. Uh, oh, did I tell you Thorny gave me $10 to keep for him? That makes 17 altogether. Say, you're becoming quite the banker. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'll uh, see who it is. Mm-hmm. Hello, Mr. Nelson. Oh, hello, Edgar. I'm collecting for the paper, Mr. Nelson, $1.30. All right, sir. I think we have the necessary assets to finalize this transaction. What's that? That's bank talk, Edgar. I could have sworn I put in... I guess I put in my... Let's see here. Holy smokes, I've lost my money. There's a man down the street and he never pays me. I changed suits. I remember taking the money out of the pocket of the other trousers. And here, my coat. It's the strangest thing I ever heard of. The man down the street never pays me, but his wife does. Look through these pockets again. His wife says she gives him the money, but he spends it. Sometimes he make believes he lost it. Took the money out of the other pants. Could I speak to Mrs. Nelson, please? <laughs> On the chair. Mrs. Nelson! Now, Edgar, there's no need of dragging Mrs. Nelson. Could you come back tomorrow, please? Will Mrs. Nelson be home then? Edgar, if you please come back tomorrow, I promise you I'll give you your money. I want to talk to Mrs. Nelson. No, Edgar, come back tomorrow. Mrs. Nelson is busy. Mrs. Nelson! Edgar, get your foot out of the door. Now, come back tomorrow. <laughs> That's a good boy. Goodbye, Edgar. <laughs> Downstairs. I went in the dining room. What are you looking for, dear? No, uh, Harry. <laughs> what are you looking for? Uh, uh, oh, uh, have you seen my little gold collar pin? Yes, you have it on. Oh, oh, so I do. Well, now what are you looking for? Uh, have you seen that pair of black shoelaces I bought the other day? Yes, they're upstairs on your brown shoes. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, just out to the kitchen. What are you looking for? I'm just looking, that's all. Looking is a, a wonderful way to find things. Uh, you see, even if you're not looking for anything in particular, sooner or later you'll find something. For instance, if I were looking for money, which, of course, is ridiculous, but if I were looking for money, yeah, I'd look in here. Take off the lid, put it in my hand. <sighs> oh, Ozzy. Fine thing. You put your hand in the teapot and get money. I get hot tea. <laughs> glad you don't have your money in the Nelson National Bank? Sure you are, because now you wouldn't know where it was. And you couldn't go downtown tomorrow and get in on the most wonderful thing that's happened in eight years. You know what that is? Well, listen. Right now, for the first time in eight years, you can get open stock pieces in every one of the four lovely patterns 
created by famous 1847 Rogers Brothers. And what's more, you can get them at the same price as you paid for open stock pieces in 1941. Now, that's really news. Wonderful news. It means you can make your beautiful set of 1847 Rogers Brothers silver plate just as complete as you want it, with extra spoons, extra forks, every piece you'd like to have. Maybe what you want is 1847's new completing set. The completing set holds eight butter spreaders, eight ice drink spoons, and eight oyster forks. It comes in all four patterns, adoration, eternally yours, first love, and remembrance. And the price is only $26. So see it tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, complete your set of 1847 Rogers Brothers, the finest silver plate in America. There's been a mysterious disappearance of $17 at 1847 Rogers Road. Attention, all law enforcement agencies. This $17 must be recovered. Call all national and international authorities. Come in. Federal Bureau of Investigation reporting. No clues on Nelson cases yet. Brown, Washington office. Junior G-Men reporting. No trace of Nelson money. We are still searching. This is Reed, boy counter-spy and child actor. That is all. Hallo, hallo, hier ist Berliner Stationhaus. Wir haben Nelson Geld nicht gesehen, aber ich habe einen Onkel in Amerika. Hier ist Johann Müller. Auf Wiedersehen. In the living room of 1847 Rogers Road, the search goes on. Not under there. Maybe the Davenport. Hi, Pop. Oh, oh, boys. Uh... Uh, and did you guys want something special? Well, yeah, Pop. Remember the day we gave you our money to keep for us? Well, of course I remember. Uh, and I hope you guys realize the responsibility I've assumed. Handling your money is quite a load. Well, we... Well, you tell him, Ricky. We'd like to unload you. <laughs> We'd like our money back now, please. Uh, boys, sit down on the couch for a minute. Ah, oh, please, Pop, don't talk us out of it. They're selling those baseballs for $2 now. We don't have to wait. Uh, just a minute, fellows. Now, let's be sensible about this. As an investor, you have every right to ask for your money. I simply want to point out a few things. Now, believe me, I have no intentions of keeping your money if you really want it. Can we have it? No. But, Pop... No, no, look at it this way. Why don't you draw on my experience? With shrewd management on my part, it's very possible you can double your money, even triple it. Perhaps we can make a few investments and quadruple it, make a lot of money. Why don't we buy our baseball today? Then maybe some other time we can make a lot of money. Boys, I may as well tell the truth. After all, as my investors, I owe it to you. The reason I don't want you to withdraw your money is uh, because you'll buy that baseball, won't you? That was our idea. Well, after all, I'm your father. Why can't I buy you a baseball? In fact, I've been considering it for some time now. 
Oh, gee, Pop, that's swell. I thought that'd satisfy you. See, I'm not trying to hold your money back. As long as we got our baseball now, we can spend our money for a bath. <laughs> a bat? Uh, I wish you wouldn't, David. Uh, I'm buying you a bat, too. Oh, boy, now we can buy a catcher's mitt. No, 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 uh, let me buy you a catcher's mitt. Exactly. What else can we have? Boy, this is better than Christmas. No, How that... about some ice skates? No, yeah, me too. Uh, ring the alarm, somebody. They're robbing the bank. <laughs> Someplace. Come on in, Thorny. Well, hello there, Nick boy. Nice fella. Nice doggy. Oz, where are you? Nice doggy. Thorny, stop patting me on the head. <laughs> Why, it's Ozzy. I didn't recognize you down at all four. I wondered why Nick was all dressed up, though. Anything special you want, Thorny. I'm pretty busy for those. This jokes. will only take a second, Oz. I'd like to have my money back. Thorny. Sit down. I want to have a talk with you. I can't, Oz. There's a guy waiting on my porch with a COD package. Oh, let him wait. But I can't, Oz. It's Catherine's birthday present. Please, Oz, let me have it. Now, as I understand this, Thorny, you're hinting you want your money back. Come on, Oz. The guy's waiting. Thorny, look at it this way. Your bank isn't merely to deposit money and then snatch it right back again. Why don't you also take advantage of my friendly counsel and advice on money matters? Now, how long ago did you order this package? About an hour ago. An hour ago? And they're sending it out already? Boy, they sure are anxious to get rid of it. Probably junk they can't move off the shelves. Hey, see how lucky you are you came to me for my financial advice? Oz, please. You just better think it over, Thorny. Come back tomorrow. You still want your $10, I'll be very happy to give it. Oz, will you please give me my money before the guy goes away? Now, Thorny... Just a second, Thorny. What's the matter? Gosh, Thorny, old man, old pal, I'd like to give it to you. But you know, regulations. What regulations? I want my money. Thorny, Thorny, wait. Sorry, Thorny, all banks close at 3 o'clock. Hey, Mom, what is it, David? We want to let you in on something. Oh, that's nice. What is it? Well, just go to Pop and tell him you want your money back. And boy, you get all sorts of things. <laughs> you better write out a list first. We could have got more. Boys, I'm afraid you've been taking advantage of your father's misfortune. Now, I'm going to let you in on something. It'll have to be awful good to be better than ours. Well, your father's a very capable man. He's always careful with money, and he probably had a good reason for leaving it in the middle of the living room floor. I'm playing a little trick on him. You mean you've got our money? Well, I don't have it, but I know where it is. I don't tell now. I hid it in the telephone book. Are you playing a joke on Pop? That's the idea, Ricky. Tonight at dinner, we'll all laugh about it. Will Pop laugh? <laughs> we may not hear it, but deep down inside of him, he'll be roaring. <laughs> Yes? Hello, I got your new phone books for you. Oh, fine, thanks. 
There's a hitch to the deal, though. You've got to give me your old one. Oh, sure. Just a second. I'll be right back. Sure. You just hum a little tune. Oh, I will. <laughs> Here you are. Oh, okay, I got him. Hey, you're not a bad doodler. You got some pretty good stuff here on the cover. Well, I, I just draw those little pictures while I'm talking. Any numbers on the cover here? You want a copy before I take these? No, no, I, I don't think so. Just uh... You didn't leave anything in the books, did you? Oh, no, no. There's just a couple of doodles here and there, but you're welcome to them. You'd be surprised to think some people leave in phone books, you know. My partner Steve found two football tickets last year. Found a phone number on the cover, too. He called her up and took her to the game. <laughs> well, see you about next August. So long. Goodbye. Keep your doodles up. Uh, Harriet. Harriet. Yes, dear? Uh, I have a surprise for you. Look, brand new phone books. New phone books? What about the old ones? Old ones? Well, the men took them away. Right now, they're being chopped into little pieces. Then they go into the incinerator. What's the matter? What are you so excited about? Oh, this is terrible. I was trying to play a silly little trick on you, and I did a ridiculous thing. Don't say anything more. Let me tell you. You found the $17 I lost, and you put it in the phone book. Well, yes, dear. How did you know? Because that's where I found it. <laughs> oh, I, you found it? Well, of course I found it. I suppose you think I'm so dumb that I don't know what goes on around here. Suppose you thought I was going to get worried. <laughs> I know you picked up the money, and I knew you put it in the phone book. How did you know? Well, I found it in there while I was looking up the number of a loan company. <laughs> That's the last time I'll ever try to fool my husband. You're just too smart for me. I wouldn't have found it if you hadn't have filed it so cleverly. Putting it there on the page with the finance companies. Connecting finance and money. That's pretty smart. Oh, no, you're mistaken. I didn't put it in the classified book. I put it in the green book under Doe. John Doe. Well, you couldn't if it was in the yellow book. I've got the money right here. See? $17. A ten, a five, a twenty, and three ones. Seventeen dollars. No. No, thirty-eight dollars. Who put that in there? Oh, Harriet, stop it. It's so obvious. You're playing one of your little jokes on me. No, honestly, I'm not. My little joke is out being chopped up into little pieces. <laughs> Holy smokes, then we're out seventeen dollars. No, we're in twenty-one dollars. Oh, yeah, keep your voice down. Harriet, this is miraculous. Money is springing up from nowhere. Well, there's only one possible explanation. At some time or another, one of us put $38 in the phone book and forgot about it. But that seems so unlikely. I've got it. Hello? Is this Mr. Nelson of 1847 Rogers Road? Yes. I looked up your number. I'm the fellow who picked up your phone books today. Oh, oh, oh I'm glad you called. Did you find... Easy, Mr. Nelson. Yeah, we found it. I knew you should have looked through those books. Uh, Harriet, they found our $17. Well, I, I certainly appreciate your honesty. Well, I got it right here, Mr. Nelson. A 10, two fives, four ones, and a 20. 44. <laughs> we'll mail it out to you. Guess you'll be able to sleep now. Sleep? Well, the money is just starting to come in. They found our 
$17? No, they found our $44. The $17 hasn't shown up yet. Oh, Ozzy, this is ridiculous. There must be some sensible explanation. Sensible? We don't have time to think of one. Get your coat. What for? Where are we going? Out to buy all the phone books we can find. We're going into the banking business. Just a minute. Say, I guess there must be money in telephone books. Maybe I better look through mine. Well, I've been keeping my extra pennies in a teapot, just the way Harriet did. Yes? But tomorrow morning, first thing, they're going right down Rogers Road to Mr. Jonathan's silverware store. I'm going to turn them into extra open stock pieces for my set of 1847 Rogers Brothers. Hey, isn't that something, though? Open stock pieces of 1847 Rogers Brothers are again available. For the first time in eight years. And what I want is that new 1847 Rogers Brothers completing set. With those eight butter spreaders, eight ice drink spoons, and eight oyster forks. Oh, that's a wonderful set. And it comes in all four 1847 Rogers Brothers patterns, too. And it costs only $26. But, of course, you don't have to stop there, you know. You can get all the other extra open stock pieces you want. And at 1941 prices, too. Mr. Smith, do you suppose every woman who owns 1847 has heard about this wonderful news? Well, let's tell them again. Attention, everybody. You can now get open stock pieces of 1847 Rogers Brothers. In all four lovely 1847 patterns. For the first time in eight years. That's 1847 Rogers Brothers, the finest silver plate in America. Are you awake? Of course I'm awake. So am I. Have you tried counting sheep? Oh, I've counted hundreds of them. Little green ones. <laughs> then the little yellow classifieds. Finally figured out where the money came from. Well, please tell me. Well, it... It's really so simple. See, there was $38 in one book. 44 in the other book. That makes $82. There was originally only $17. That's a difference of $65. And here's what happened. David and Ricky got $65 and played a little trick on us. It was all a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, that's exactly what happened. Ozzy. Harriet. I know the question that leaps into your mind. Where did David and Ricky get $65? Don't ask it. It's 4 o'clock and we've got to get some sleep. You mean to say we're going to say goodnight without explaining all this money? Don't be so naive. Don't you ever listen to the radio? Nothing under $25,000 needs any explanation. (laughs) At least this is a, a happy ending. It's not canned goods and things. I hate to say this, dear, but I'm a little disappointed in you. You mean to say you want everything that happens to us completely explained and solved? Yes. Well, don't be so corny. We're living in a modern age. The age of the unfinished short story. You said so yourself. But I don't like those. They leave you hanging in the air. I like to turn the page and find an ending there. I like everything explained. Okay, I'll explain where the money came. You see, David and Ricky wanted their money back to buy a baseball. So when I found it in the phone book, I gave it to them. 
But they changed their minds and saw something else in the store they liked better, and they bought that instead. How does that explain the money? I'm afraid our son David has inherited a peculiar artistic talent, especially pictures of Lincoln and Washington. <laughs> Probably got it from some member of your family you've never even told me about. Anyway, the printing press goes back tomorrow morning. <laughs> Marvelous, <laughs> you see, they bought the printing press. They made counterfeit money. Ozzy. Yes. I'm sorry I turned the page. <laughs> again next week to another adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And remember, America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. Yes, Harriet, America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were John Brown, Tommy Bernard, Henry Blair, Hans Conried, and Alan Reed, Jr. The original music was composed and conducted by Billy May. You know, you've got to hand it to the doctors. They've taken on the toughest opposition they could find, heart disease, America's number one cause of death. And they need your help, folks, to carry on their research and other efforts to combat heart disease. So contribute all you can to the American Heart Association, Box 500, New York City. This is Vern Smith speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.